Well, good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day so far. It is early morning Wednesday. Let me fix my fix my camera real quick. Uh, we are doing this podcast every single week, and the reason that we do this podcast is because we believe that if we are rooted in Scripture and what, and we dictate what we do in our life on Scripture, then we will be able to be. Um, better followers of Jesus. We will be able to make sure that we are within God's will to the best of our ability. And we believe that if, if we do it through scripture and nothing else, then, then that's, um, that is the best way to do it and, and find the best results. So we do this, but this podcast every single Wednesday and, uh, we just go through scripture. We talk about topics, but it's all rooted in scripture. And, and last week I talked about, um, kind of an off topic, um, or on topic situation about deconstruction. I talked about um, previously we went through the book of um, James for, for many months and we're just kind of going from topic to topic now, just kind of going through certain things and then we'll eventually go back into the verse by verse and kind of make this more of a Bible study. Um, but just kind of on this topic of church, we've been talking about church for two weeks now and I, I think it's a, a good thing to continue to talk about and just kind of work through um, because church as we know it is just slightly different than what it was 10 years ago. And th what the church 10 years ago was slightly different than, than 20 years ago. And, and it's this um, forever changing kind of atmosphere and living organism on what it looks like. But the core of it is still the same. Um, the core of why we have church um, as, if, as Christians, is still the same. It's been that way uh, for 2,000 years, and I, I hope and I pray that it continues to be that way, that we, the reason we meet together, the reason we take communion together, the reason we give, the reason we worship is all because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Now, th the stuff surrounding that has kind of changed, you know, trying to figure out how do we become more devoted to, to Jesus, how to become better uh, um, church members, how do we become better uh, mothers and fathers and elders and people who are Christians that are in the workforce? And they, they kind of use different ways of motivating and connecting um, with the spirit in that way. Um, so you've seen music change. You've seen style of gatherings change. You, you have seen um, the different ways of taking communion, whether it's uh, every single week or monthly or quarterly. Um, you see different types of churches going into mission fields and trying to start churches that are very low budget, um, just buying up little buildings and putting a screen in there because some towns in America don't have a church. Their church closed. And you, there's just this vast variety of different ways of doing church. And there's a lot, a lot of right ways to do it. I've seen a ton of right ways. There's a few ways it, we can see in Scripture that will hurt. Um, but it seems that we are going down the right path. I, I think the church is, as a building and gathering, is, is the best it's ever been. But there is one aspect in this that I want to talk about today. See, this is what Acts uh, 1.8 says. It says, this is uh, Jesus talking to his disciples right before um, he ascends into heaven and, and right before Pentecost. So 50 days, basically 50 days uh, before Pentecost. This is like Jesus' last command to his disciples. It says this. He says this to them. 
It is not for you to know the time or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And it, right after that, it says he vanished um, and went up in the sky before their eyes. And this is a very, very important thing because this has kind of been the mission of the church since this moment. Like this has been the desire of Christians to go to here where you live near the country and far missions, the foreign missions and to the ends of the earth to spread the gospel message. We are supposed to be the witness of Jesus. We're supposed to. Um, a more modern term, evangelize, to take the gospel message and share about Jesus, to try to win the hearts of people for Jesus, to share that grace is the only way to salvation. And the only way to receive grace is through the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, to have faith in Jesus Christ. And we have kind of taken that, and we have done our best to plant churches, to start missions, to go into the most dangerous areas in the world. People have devoted themselves and lost their life because of this message. But it has taken a different shape, I think, over the past 10 years. And specifically, since we have gathered back together after COVID. Now, some churches were closed for a very short time. Some were closed longer. Some might still be um, closed. Um, but it is, is completely changed because we have uh, focused so much on the outside for so long. COVID made us focus on the inside. And we are struggling to move back into being witnesses for Jesus that we have a, a lot of churches that have desired and have said publicly that they are trying to build back what they used to be. Now, in Scripture, we see that we don't go backwards. We go forward towards Jesus. We go forward to eternity. We don't go back to the things that we want, but we go forward to the things of Jesus. And in being a witness, we see that there are a lot of different things that matter especially as a witness, especially on how we act, especially on how people view us. Like that is very, very important that we, when people look at us, if we're the person that is going in front uh, of people to make sure that we share Jesus, we need to be of a certain character. We need to be a good witness that people look at us and say, we see the change in this person. We see how grace is working through this person, and that is something that I want to be. I want to be about. That's something I want to be with. That's something that I want to be a part of, and that is so important. There's been a ton of study. Um, there's tons of groups that do studies on um, about church, about how church is doing, about the good things of church. Um, how well they're doing in certain in certain aspects. Um, so we have a lot of uh, documentation about discipleship, about worship, about preaching, about church attendance, about evangelism, um, about production, about church planning, about reach, about finances. Like there's all this stuff, and you can you can actually take your church and put it through a healthy sta healthy um, 
and, and put it up against something that is trying to figure out how healthy your church is. And it will give you basically a score on how well you're doing in all these categories. And for the past like 20 years, we've seen that the church has done an excellent job in all of these categories except one. They've done, we've done great in discipleship. Now, some churches haven't, um, have, have, haven't done a great job in this, but the majority of them have done really well. Um, we've seen this because we've seen the increase of volunteer rate in churches. We've seen the increased rate of missions started. We've seen, we've seen a continuation of, of ministers going into uh, the field. And that looks completely different now, too, than it, than it used to look. Um, worship has increased. We have more churches creating worship music than ever before. That churches and the worship ministers and their teams have this strong desire to create praises to Jesus, and they want to share that with the rest of the world. Um, so they use the, their online platform. They use um, email. They use um, probably physical copies as well to, to make sure that that worship is continuing to happen. Um, we still have churches um, that use the old hymnals and things before that. We have churches that use newer stuff, um, but all of that we have continued to do. Um, we see that church attendance has done really well. Um, if you just look right before COVID, there's a couple churches that, that reached the peak that they had ever, ever done. Churches that were 20 years old that have been growing every single year for like 20, 30 years, church attendance has been outrageous. Um, the, the, the second to last thing, production. We've seen a new digital age of churches where the young, the, not yet, the small churches are now trying to do the things that the bigger churches have been doing for years. They've, they've put their service online. They've put stuff on podcasts. They've updated their website. They're trying to use Facebook and Instagram. And, and some are even trying to do TikTok to, to try to share their message of Jesus to as many people as possible. Like that is so important. The here, near, and far into the ends of the earth. The uh, witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria into the ends of the earth. Like that has been the mission for all of this. You look at church finances. We've seen churches do outrageous things and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger um, because people have um, taken obedience and faithfulness in their, in their giving and their tithing. Uh, to make sure that the gospel message is once again spread uh, here, near, and far into the ends of the earth. Like, this message has been so important. But there is one aspect of the church that we have seen a decline in in the past 30 years. And the churches are aware of this. This is a, this is a very well aware thing, and it seems that the churches, um, from the professional standpoint, they're okay with this in a way. And that is evangelism. We have seen a massive, a massive decline in evangelism, sharing the gospel message from one person to another, trying to have them repent, and be baptized, and be faithful and obedient to the teachings and the calling of Jesus um, so that they can have faith in him and have eternity uh, with God, have their relationship mended back together to have their sins wiped away like that that message we have seen a decline of of church members not preachers we do that every single week church members going out in their workplace in their family life in their extracurriculars and just the people that they see 
on the streets and make it a priority to say, this is the most important thing I need to share it with other people. We've seen a massive decline in that. And we've also, we, and through that, through that, there's been a huge wave in, in certain denominations of bad things come out. We've seen denominations completely be split over certain political issues. We've seen uh, a really bad, um, like, uh, sexual stuff being kind of covered up in certain denominations. We have a denomination that's probably on the verge of, like, splitting three ways. And it's all just slowly, slowly coming out because we've seen that being a witness and character and evangelism are all meshed together. And if one of those suffers, then we see that the church suffers. That if you're going to be if you're going to evangelize and you're going to be a witness, that your character and what you do matters so much. See, Jesus um, said this to his followers. He looked at them and said, "They will know that you are my disciple if you want you love one another." Like that was so important that the disciples or the Christians nowadays, that we love each other, that we care for each other, that people will know that we are different because we treat fellow Christians at a crazy different rate than anybody else, that we have this desire and care for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We also see in uh, 1 Corinthians in the, in the love uh, area, if I can... If I can go to that real quick. Um, this is a very popular 1 Corinthians 13. And he said this, If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but I do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have a gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I do not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. Like character matters. Love matters. How we treat each other and the witness that we are matters. First Corinthians 14, just a chapter later, um, Paul talks about how taming the tongue is so important. What we say and how we witness is so important. And it can be such a destruction, a destructive thing if we don't tame the tongue, if we don't take control of, of our actions, we don't take control of what we say. He talks about the tongue is like a, a small spark in a forest fire. That, that In a forest fire, it starts with just like somebody throwing a cigarette bud, a small spark starting. It, it, it's just this small little thing that can be so destructive in such a quick time. Harry Newhoff, um, uh, a person that I, I look up to, uh, he's, a, um, he's a bestseller book writer. He's a preacher up in um, Canada area. And he said this in a recent podcast that we have replaced evangelism with judgment in our church churches. That, you know, discipleship, worship, preaching, church attendance, the production, um, finances have continued to go up and have done really well. Um, 
but we've also seen a massive increase in church hurt. We've seen a massive increase in the young people leaving. Um, and this has all got to do with these three things of evangelism, with being a witness and character. I think that has a great deal of impact in our Christian churches, in our churches in America. And now I can only speak for churches in America. I, I have very little knowledge of churches um, outside of America, outside of the missionaries that I, that I am in contact with. But what we do matters. It really does. And if we believe that Jesus Christ is the only way, that, that, that salvation only comes through Jesus, that we need to have faith in him, we need to repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of our sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit, then evangelism, sharing that message, need to be, needs to be a great priority. That if you want your church to grow, I'm not talking about your small congregation or your large congregation, but this the church in general of people being baptized, being more, being more faithful, being more obedient, then this message needs to be proclaimed to the ends of the earth. That, it, that has to be so important in your life that you cannot not share it, that you have to share it. And we've seen a massive decrease in it. We have churches, um, and this is a natural thing for people to do, is to go into comfort mode. That we, in America, have like this massive desire to be comfort, to be comfortable. Comfort in our homes, comfort in our finances, comfort in our families. We don't want any pain. We don't want any confrontation. We don't want any things like, you know, out of the ordinary. We just want to do our normal thing throughout our life so it, it doesn't affect our mental health or, our, or, or anything else. And that all has to do with comfort. You know, I'm going to do what I want and what I think is best. You know, when I read scripture, I don't see that. I see it's not necessarily what we want, but, what it's, but, it's, what, but it's what God wants. That it's in the Lord's Prayer, we see it's, it's your will be done. And it has little to do with our will. That it says that we should have, that we should ask God for to put his desires in our, to our heart. That we should have a heart of his that we should remove our burdens in our life and we place on the burdens of Jesus, which he says is lighter than the burdens of this world. It, it really is a removing of self and putting on Jesus. And that has to be the center of what we talk about. It needs to be the center of our conversations with our friends, with our families, with, with our coworkers, with the people we see in extracurriculars. Like, this has to be the forefront of what we do if we want to see an increase in the churches in America. A lot of churches um, since COVID have seen 60% back in person. Maybe some have increased to 80%. There's very few that are back to 100% in, in person. It's very hard to see how many people are online or, or interacting um, with your church. It's, it's very difficult to really tangibly see that if you are a church that has a couple hundred members. Now, if you're a small church, it's very easy to text people. The senior minister can really be in contact with everybody or, or your associate ministers or elders, whatever. But the larger you get, a small group of people are going to have a really hard time figuring out who's actually engaged 
um, with the gospel message, who's actually engaged with discipleship and worship and preaching and ter- church attendance and production and, and finances. It's really hard to dictate or to, f- to figure out who is really fully devoted to that. And even though the numbers state that we are doing really well, it doesn't matter how well we are doing these right now, because if we're not evangelizing in 20 years, the church will just be cut in half. And then another 20 years, it's going to be cut in half again. Because people pass away. They, They either pass away through tragedy or they pass away due to old age. Our body cannot last forever. Like we, we have to continue to share this message to our churches so that the gospel message continues to go. So today, I want Christians, I want you to remember this, this verse in Acts. I'm going to read it again. Jesus said to his disciples before he ascended into heaven, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let's remember that today as we go about our day. That our witness matters, that evangelism matters, that the gospel of Jesus matters. And we need to take that to heart, place it inside our hearts. We make sure that's the most important thing. And we need to talk about the most important thing in every aspect that we have in person, in extracurriculars, at our workplace. I'll even throw online at that, that your witness online matters. That if, if somebody is interested about, about being a Christian, about Jesus, and, they, and if they immediately look online, we need to make sure that we have a good witness online as well. That we, we don't see infighting, that we don't see arguing, that we don't see Christians pointing out non-Christians for what they're doing, and we just strip them down, and it just looks ugly. Our witness matters, and let's make sure that we, t- we take care of that. So I'm going to pray for our day and our week and our hearts. Um, as some of us have woken up with a burdened heart. We're tired. We're exhausted. We didn't get a good night's sleep. Um, we were, we're, we're not looking forward to going to work or whatever reason. I want to pray for you this morning. Um, that you remember your witness in your, in your darkest times, in your most tired times, in the times that you're off, whatever. But you also remember the time, your witness in the times that you are, you are on the top of the moon, you're doing well, your family's doing well, you have good health, you have good finances, you know, everything. Both of those times matter in and out of season. So dear Father, so I want to thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for this constant reminder of evangelism, of being a good witness, of good character. And I pray that we flood our churches with this first, and that it's so infectious that we, it just naturally spreads to all of our communities. That if, if in central Kentucky, um, at the church that, that, that I pastor, um, our congregation just is infectious amongst South Lexington. As the churches surrounding us are infectious to South Lexington and, and North Lexington and Central Kentucky and all of Kentucky and to the rest of the United States of all these churches just having an infectious message of the gospel of Jesus. God, please be with us today as we go to work, as we take care of our families, as we do our daily business, um, 
that people look upon us as a good witness for you. God, you are good, and I ask this all in your son's name. Amen. If you are looking for a church, if you want to be a part of a congregation, um, if you want to hear more about Jesus, um, I would like to invite you to um, our church. Um, we meet in South Lexington, Kentucky at Lexington Christian Academy off Reynolds Road. Uh, I, I'm one of the ministers at Elevate Christian Church. We meet at 1030 every single week. You're welcome to join. If you are part of another congregation, wherever you are listening to this uh, podcast, I encourage you to be a part of that every single week. That you are part of that church's mission to reach that community, to make an impact. And I encourage you um, to, to be a part of that, to love on the people that sit to your left and right in, in the chairs or pews or wherever you worship. That's so important. Be a part of that. Um, and invite others to be a part of that with you. Um, that is how we are going to grow as a Christian base and, and to, to win as many people as possible for Christ. we got to make sure that we do that. You guys have a great week, and I will not. we will not have this next Wednesday, um, but the following Wednesday, we'll continue this podcast. Uh, we'll continue to talk about Jesus. We'll continue to talk about the church. You guys have a great week. God bless.